Hey there, this is Ed Townend and you're listening to Erratic Control. This week's episode is with Justin Evans and Justin is a sometimes radio DJ, sometimes review writer and sometimes promoter who puts on the Please Mind Your Head charity fundraisers for Headway. And he also won Cardiff Music Awards Person of the Year in 2017. I had a really great chat with Justin. This is recorded back in October, October 16th last year. Here's my conversation with Justin. Uh, enjoy. So when I started doing this, I kind of had yeah. a really long list of people you people want to I want to talk to. Yeah. And like not necessarily all of them musicians, because I think... Well, no, it makes it more interesting if it's... Definitely. Different, I think, you know, things, isn't it? Yeah, like um, I think it's more interesting to do conversations with with a, with a variety of people rather yeah. than you know, because I could I could do it infinitely with musicians in Cardiff because there's so many. Oh yeah, it's, it, that'll be interesting in itself. But I mean, when you've got other people, I mean, lots of musicians. For example, I listened to the one you did with Francesca. Yeah, and she's always got lots to say about loads of different things in a yeah. good way. And but. Um, you know, just to get a different diatribe, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a different perspective, especially. Yeah. Like, and I always really kind of... It's been it's been a learning experience a lot of the time. Yeah, how many like, have you done, then? So I've done... I've re- put out 17, and I've recorded 18, so this is the okay. 19th. Uh, but, yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to plan a whole lot more. Uh, like with Yeah, my, well, when, when you texted me or, email, or messaged me, yeah, yeah. and you had the times you could do it, and you're yeah. like... So I was thinking, all <laughs> oh, right, you start recording them massive yeah yeah so that's that's what i did intentionally i think i recorded eight or nine yeah um before i'd even announced what i was doing well that's better that way and then you've got them there ready to do rather than i wish i'd kept that up (laughs) yeah but it's difficult to nick because you're a man of jack of all trades yeah i'll say master of none you exactly yeah no no i'm saying jack of all trades so you're doing so many different things so it's amazing you even got the time to do this isn't it yeah i I think yeah it, it the fact is, I don't have the time to do it, and that's that's, that's essentially the, that's yeah. what happened. But yeah. um, the the thing the thing with that phrase is like, yeah, you jack of all trades, master of none. But the the completion of that phrase is, but better than being a master of one, which I quite like. And it rhymes as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so good work. Yeah. <laughs> Did that exist already, or if you just no, no, that that is literally the whole phrase. No, oh, it is yeah, there yeah, anyway. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I didn't. It's like it's uh, a lot people of these, just use a little snippet. Yeah, of it, don't a lot they? of these phrases are very long. Cool. Like, things, um, yeah. yeah, much longer than people realise. I think like. Uh, like curiosity killed the cats. One of them. Blood thicker. Blood is thicker than What's water. What's curiosity killed the cat? I don't. I don't oh, know okay. them off the top of my head. I like, go home and Google. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and blood is thicker than water is another one of them. Um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, I can't remember them off the top of my head. That's the one that sticks with me though, because it's like I do think a lot of the time I'm like, oh, I'm doing so many things. Oh, jack of all trades, master of none. And then yeah. kind of reassure myself by going, but better than a master of one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, it's good. It's good. And I think. Um, you kind of have that hound a little bit because you don't just... Well, like... No, go on. Carry yeah, on. I mean, because I, th- I think you're uh, a man of different talents where, where it, it... Oh, comes thanks, to, mate. That's nice uh, to Yeah, say. where it comes to, Please like... Please record this, all of this Yeah, saying. we are recording, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know uh, we're not, I, no. no, we are. Like, oh, uh, no. <laughs> it's fine. No, I, I, yeah, that's that's often something I, I do is, like, I start off kind of, like, quite oh, casual. Uh, mid-conversation yeah. Yeah, yeah, sort of thing. so it's okay, kind okay. of a bit, bit, yeah. more, um, yeah. bit more relaxed in that way, yeah. You don't feel like, oh, we're on the interview now. Kind of, you know, you just started again doing the DJing stuff on the radio, which... Yeah. I'm really happy I th- to. I think I, I knew you were doing that um, like the first time I'd kind of heard of you. Yeah. And then uh, you do uh, reviewing for Buzz. Yeah, I've done that for a while, but yeah, I'm but looking I'm, to get back. You yeah. still do it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah, of it's course. Kind yeah. Of, you know, I, yeah. I do the occasional review, and that he's kind of 
it's a lot of work to do that kind of yeah. thing and like put put the put it's the, enjoyable though isn't it i remember when i did my first reviews and i laugh when i think back i can't i was two reviews one was Hamas superstar album and the other one was something else and the the word limit is like something really small yeah yeah i did like 240 yeah. words per review but you learn to um Condense it yeah, all, yeah. Yeah, no, I know. That's that's the frustrating thing about magazines like that is because um, with the internet, you could write for as long as you want because yeah. the internet's endless. But when you're doing stuff like... so for That has a... Yeah. It's literally got... You literally have inches that you have to yeah, adhere exactly, to. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So you have to make sure you put your point across succinctly as you yeah, can. Yeah, and I think that's, you know, that's a that's a challenge. I think that's... Oh, it is a first, but then you get so used to it that it's a bit worrying, isn't it, that... Uh, yeah, definitely, and I think um, yeah. you know that's that's a big difference between you know the print journalism kind of thing and you know yeah. the, the internet journalism. I'm glad it still exists though, because um, I'd rather read a magazine than an e or read a book than an e-book, you know, or yeah. read, you know anything like that, you know. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I same haven't. as same with I'm quite old, not old-fashioned, but I'd rather have the CD than the MP3. Yeah, I think I think that that comes across uh, like with a lot of people. I think um, you know. I mean, there's a new generation that don't even own CDs, which is kind yeah. of terrifying. But um, well, it's just uh, it's just the evolution, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, evolution like, yeah, and their move. Yeah, I always love it when you see a thing where um, little kids are reacting to seeing cassettes for the first time, and, and records all of a sudden are cool yeah. again, aren't they? My my daughter, um, I mentioned my iPod. She was like, "Daddy, don't you mean iPad?" And I was like, "No, iPod." Uh-huh. She's like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "Hold oh. your daughter." So she's five. Okay. So the concept of... I, I so, saw that thing you said about receiving a text message yeah, from your yeah. daughter, <laughs> which at first was scary, but now it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, it's, it's funny it's how, nice, like, yeah. um, when when you're that young, you don't really understand, like, the of, like your voice through, through yeah, messages. Yeah, yeah. So, like... It's sweet, isn't it? Yeah. Like, my nieces are the same. I mean, they're really grown up now, but, I mean, mm. well, I say that, they're, like, 12, 13 or so. <laughs> well, they seem but, more grown up. But when yeah. they're little girls, you know, they're hilarious. Yeah. But they're they, still hilarious. Yeah. If you're listening, you are still hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, they kind of, they, they, they're funny without realising they're being funny. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Um, it's, it's always interesting to hear what can come out of a five-year-old's mouth. <laughs> well, it's normally, it goes from gutter to um, genius, doesn't it? Is yeah. that, there's no fine line, really. Is no, one yeah, or the other, isn't it? Yeah. You, don't, you don't really get um, sitting bo- on the boring, fence. Yeah, you yeah, don't you get don't boring get, adult yeah. conversation from a five-year-old. Oh, I don't know, Dad. Just whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, it's either that, like one extreme uh, opinion or just like something really silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, oh, that's the beauty yeah, of it. Yeah, I'm kind it? of, I'm dreading the day where she's a teenager and she just mumbles at me. So that's, Make that's, the most of it. Then, in, yeah. in my head, that's a long way off. So with that kind of technology and so putting stuff into print i think um is a skill rather than you know you could just un- unload whatever you want on the internet because you've yeah. got, you haven't got you've got as much space as you want and you've got people's i don't know i, I think it's also stupid people's attention span you can kind of hook them in on the internet whereas with it if they're reading they're like oh they see a huge article and they're like yeah. oh, i'm gonna read that whereas they'll just scroll through an article on, on the internet so i think yeah. yeah you're right kind of getting that skill to kind of Shorten things. I'm not up. saying I've got skill, Ed. I'm well, just saying. I mean, <laughs> I, know, I, I really, I really enjoy reading your reviews because I think. Oh, thanks, mate. I'll have to get back to doing them. Well, yeah, but purely it's purely yeah, for you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure other people do because um, what I really enjoy about it is something I try and keep in when I'm doing writing, and what I enjoy for other yeah. people's writing is background knowledge. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's only a small uh, mm. matter of words, but it's important you give a tiny bit of background for the reader. Precise, yeah. Um, 
obviously an opinion of the music and then something else i don't know what i'm you know but there's like maybe maybe humor if it's called for or i don't like being sarcastic or you know and even if i don't really like it i don't like to be too degraded on it i mean that's why it's nice (laughs) to pick stuff that you like or you think you're gonna like I, i think yeah there's a lot of you can easily fall into that trap of being a really critical yeah. journalist or a critical critic. Well, have you heard the story about Andrew Collins? Um, so he reviewed a, an album and called it a shit sandwich. So they <laughs> sent him a, oh, shit, God. a shit sandwich, I think, or wow. a, a shit in a box or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's difficult when, when I've been critical of bands before, you, you can kind of remove yourself from it because you don't really, you can kind of go, oh, I'm just taking this as my experience. But they've worked... Oh, yeah, they've for worked, like, tirelessly <laughs> and for endless amounts of time. Yeah. So you have to put all that into consideration because... Definitely, yeah. Unless yeah. you're a horrible person. I mean... Unless, <laughs> unless you are a horrible person. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then... And then a lot of critics do come across as horrible people, like... Yeah. Well, not not even... Not horrible, but, like, quite yeah. cynical. Sort of, yeah, yeah uh, dismissive yeah. and... Uh, well, it's, it's only a small percentage yeah, I of think, like, critics but they like to think more of themselves than I don't think it's even there it's like as soon as you hear them give an opinion you disagree with you're kind of you're quick to jump on them and go oh they're just a, like yeah that's true yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's like Mark Commode's a really good example of that yeah because he always seems really cynical even when he's talking about films he loves <laughs> so I find that really that that kind of quite interesting but yeah I've had you know um I discussed it on the podcast I did with Mike Dennis. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed the last EP he brought out. He's yeah. bringing out a new one, which I've got to do a review on. Um, but I was critical of one of the tracks. And he kind and he of... had a massive issue with it. Well, he it. didn't have a massive issue. No, but he wanted to he know did, what... He did you, take yeah. it personally. But oh, of like, course, yeah. But, but he's but going to. He's going exactly. to. And plus, because it's just him. You yeah, know, yeah, There's yeah, no yeah. other bandmates. And then, so, so, and then someone uh, who remained nameless came to me after I did that review and said, oh, can you review my EP? And I was like... After that, like, um, yeah. response I had from Mike, I was like, I don't really want to do it because I don't yeah. really want to hurt your feelings kind of thing. Because it's like, it's it's so easy to, if you don't know a person, to yeah, be exactly, as yeah. as you yeah. want. But if you do know them, you kind of... You, oh, you, yeah, that's, it's like, well, it's like anything like that, isn't it? It's like you you can't be too critical of someone who you're close to or yeah. a friend or whatever because... It could damage the, that relationship. The, yeah, backfalls. Yeah. No, what's it? Backfalls? No. Uh, the the backlash. The backlash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's like, like, like I said about your reviews, it's kind of um, reading them, you get a kind of full picture and it's done quite, conde- you condense it quite well. So yeah, I, but I, that's only because I've done it for a long time. Well, so yeah, you get into it, you know. You it get, shows uh, that experience and it's like, you know, yeah. when, when other people write, things they will just write it from their perspective which i find really kind of just really self-obsessed yeah when like, when you're writing for a magazine which is going to be your, or it goes online now but yeah. it's a magazine when i write for them it's going to lots of people mm. so you can't just give your perspective you've got yeah. to give I, know, I was listening to a podcast last night and the guy asking questions um was just turning it in from his perspective Mm. I was just like, oh god, I hope I don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. And I, it's it's kind of I want to hear about the person you're interviewing. I don't want to hear about you. Like, yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I worry Ed. that Ed, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I worry that I do that. Um, it's all about you. I know. And I like listening back, especially when you have to edit these as well. And you, yeah, you go yeah, through, yeah. you go, I'm so sick of the sound of my own voice. <laughs> like, no, we obviously not. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, yeah, you hear your own voice and you think really. Yeah, I mean, 
I think I guess if people still listen to this, they they they're all right with it, but it's kind of yeah. it's getting it's getting. Or it's to because me, they're yeah. on it, or their friends on it. <laughs> Thanks, Justin. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm joking, mate. It's all a big joke. No, yeah, I know. I, it's I really like the fact that people are listening to it and they don't know who is on it and like they don't know the yeah, person. Yeah. And I, I find that really that's what I'm trying to do. Well, that's that's what if if you haven't got a massive selling point to it, mm. then it's good that people listen to it because they've listened to one and liked it. That's what so I'm hoping. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, but then you've got a big star like me coming in. Exactly, get... <laughs> precisely. We're so talking of being a big star, so the, the third thing you do is um, uh, put on gigs. Um, I know you don't yeah. do it as like, often as a full-time promoter. Do, no, but, no, no. But, well, I, I can't afford it, and so to put on these charity gigs is perfect, as long as I can get every... I'm trying to do another one for this coming Christmas. Yeah. But it's being difficult, but... Yeah, it should happen maybe. So. Yeah, I was. Someone was talking to me about it last night, and I was saying, "Oh God, I'd love to put on gigs, but the money involved." Is yeah, so, yeah, can it's be so difficult. Yeah. So it's like, um, and especially in these times, because the amount of people going to gigs has lessened quite a lot. Well, well, it, it did for a while. It did for a while, and I think, I think this year it's definitely picked up. It's picked up up again. Yeah, yeah, and I'm so happy about that. And oh, it's definitely, like, yeah. Well, it, in your line of work, exactly. Well, you know, precisely. You know, yeah, it's essential. Start the year, I was yeah. like, "Oh my God, I'm going to lose all my jobs." Like, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I've just been working the moon for three nights, and, and yeah. all of those gigs were quite well attended, and that was great. And like, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's what yeah. you that's yeah. what you want to see in, yeah. in the music scene. I know those shows are free, but it's still kind of. But still, it takes effort to it go takes, to a, exactly yeah. it takes effort to go out to a show, doesn't it? It's but like, I mean, it's it's really essential as far as local music scene goes for people to go to gigs because that's how people get a reputation. And how they gain confidence and record something, and then you know it's ongoing, yeah. doesn't it? That's just one of the many steps towards them. Yeah, and it, it works yeah. both ways because you get to hear music you wouldn't necessarily find. Exactly. Yeah, it's great when you go and see a band, and even if the band aren't as good as you, but you you see the support band that you've never heard of, or even if you've heard of them, mm. and it's you know it's I wonderful. love that. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> and, and obviously, I think it was before you were working with them, but the first time I saw Junior Bill was on a record store day in Spiller's Records. Yeah, yeah. And it was the first time I'd seen them, and that was they were just and amazing. Even then, they wouldn't be in their full kind of thing. Yeah, um, Junior Bill and the Scallies. Yeah, yeah, back, back when they were still the Scallies. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, and I think it's 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 good that when you see a band, even like in that environment, in a support capacity or in an in-store, and mm. they still kind of give an impression... Like oh yeah, good, a good yeah. impression. That's yeah. you know, that's a sign of good band, isn't it? Because yeah. then you, you go away and well, what they yeah, like. Someone who values their trade, not well, their trade sounds terrible, doesn't it? <laughs> values their art um, in whatever format, in whatever scenario they are. Yeah, I think you know they're always trying to push themselves. Yeah, you say it's bad to say trade, but a lot for a lot of musicians, it is. It is isn't it? It's yeah, a trade. yeah. Like uh, I mean, it's it's a great trade to be. Oh yeah, to turn yeah, into, yeah. Like to have it be a trade, but it's it's still yeah, like yeah, um, still a trade. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so with these, uh, so the gigs you put on, uh, they're called uh, "Please Mind Your Head." Please mind your head. How many have you done so far? Um, <laughs> I don't know, mate. I've done a few. I think it must be seven or eight. Yeah. Right now. And um, I've done a Christmas one that I was at, I was in hospital. Yeah, for as well, that, so. yeah. So I was I was yeah. there for that one, and that was. Oh, you went to that, did you? Yeah, yeah. So I, you saw my big ugly yeah, mug yeah, on the I, uh, big I, screen. Yeah. I did a couple of videos for it. Um, oh, did, I think I saw them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and that was that was kind of it was a strange experience because it's like 
you you've got such a, a like yeah. a prominent personality when it comes to these nights because it's like yeah it's, it's yeah. kind of you're you're putting them on and it, it's for a cause that you're very um well know, yeah involved they, with yeah well headway cardiff has helped me so much you know mm. um so i was it was found that i had a brain tumor i was 26 it'd been slow growing since birth and i didn't even know a thing mm. about it until it was found at 26 so so i went through all the rigmarole of uh operations and so on and so forth. I don't know why I'm saying that. Um, and Headway Cardiff helped me along the last part of the journey, you know, sort of like rehabilitate. I'd, I'd done rehabilitation, but this was sort of helping you to... Because when you have a brain injury, it's weird, honestly. I mean, no one can understand it because unless you... Yeah, that yeah. sounds so crap, doesn't it? Well, no, it's but, not um, true. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, you You literally go back to being a child and you've, you know... So um, you've got no, like when I used to speak, um, I used to swear constantly mm. and because I had no filter, you know. So, mm. you know, if you have a thought and it just came out of your mouth, you know, you didn't have time to. But a few years at Headway and, you know, that was not staying there. I mean, that was mm. going there on a day centre type thing. And they helped me so much that I thought, you know, try and get back to them as much as I can. I think, yeah, I think that's that's a, that's something I feel quite a lot about. Well, especially, especially with yeah. what's happening at the moment with the mental health awareness yeah. with Cardiff Music Scene, then it's you know it's really good that this is it's, happening. I, I, again, I, I feel like I'm gushing a little bit, but I applaud you for like kind of taking something you're passionate about, like in the music sense, and then working that around to benefit something that helped you. Yeah, because I think you know yeah. that's that's the best way you can contribute back to yeah. back to something is by doing something you know about or you love yeah. and then like using that to help something. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. I don't mean in the applauding me, <laughs> but it's so great that uh, lots of people involved in live music and Cardiff music scene have been willing to help me and perform for free. And, you know, it's just so giving and it's just, you know, astounding how much they've done. There's a lot of kind of give and, give and take about um, the music scene. A lot of it, the fact that you have charity music gigs i think yeah i th- it's it's hard to imagine any other industry where that like that charity is so involved you know yeah. except i think the only thing other thing i can think of is like athletics like fun runs yeah like that's the only other thing i can think of that's like really kind of intertwined with with charity um well um the only thing i just popped into my head mm. was you know they have those football matches which all the money yeah goes. true but that yeah. happens every so often yeah but, but still that's, that, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a very given thing yeah. i think that's come up quite quite a lot in the past 10 and years, i did yeah. go to a really good thing the other day at the millennium center it was rod gilbert and he had a whole night of really good comedians mm. and all the money went to valindra as well yes so oh yeah so there are things but yeah well, i know i know what you're saying with now. comedy i think that yeah. that's another one that's kind of like comedy and music are quite intertwined intertwined in a way well i i would i'd like them to be more intertwined because i feel like um yeah well flight of the concourse is a perfect example of an excellent i think that's that's a different kind of thing to us i think um (laughs) audiences that go to comedy shows aren't necessarily the same audiences that go to gigs no definitely and i think you know having that crossover is quite it's quite important what I find quite interesting now is like when I, I do so many shows and kind of um, and hear the the chatter in between songs. Mm. And oftentimes that feels to me a little bit like a comedy set. Yeah. Because you're yeah. kind of having to engage the audience whilst you're moving from yeah. one song to another. And humour works quite well. And like, it is, It's always good when you see a, um, 
when you see a band and they make a joke on stage that is really funny, you know, yeah. and everyone laughs. And people aren't just laughing because they like the musician, you know, when they make say something that is funny and and they have to they have to have the confidence to do that, mm-hmm. but also they have to have the um, deadpan, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, de- the deadpan definitely works quite well. Yeah, they yeah. can't be like laughing at themselves. They've got to. Yeah. It m- works yeah. much better. Like it, I do it all the time. We talk about uh, Junior Bill and Rob on this podcast, but that's quite a lot of my experience. Over the yeah, past yeah. Of, years. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, so the funniest things Rob will say is things he doesn't even realise are funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's like, the thing, like, yeah. going, like going back to the kids thing. It's like uh, like having having them say stuff and they don't yeah. realise they're being Have you got an example there, Ed, oh, or not? Oh, God. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I do. I do, but I can't say it on mic. I'll tell you what. Okay, okay. <laughs> but it was re- I, I, it's There's often times where I'm stood behind the desk and just laughing my head off because yeah. of something. And then you think, I can't tell Rob afterwards. Yeah, the, how yeah. funny that was. Yeah. yeah. I think... There's a there's um, some understanding when it comes to putting on a charity show that you don't you know if you're doing it for charity you're not putting money into it and you're not expecting to get a lot of money out. Well, no, actually the other way around. Yeah, you? yeah. You're not putting a lot of money into it and yeah. you're expecting to get no money for yourself out of it because oh you know, yeah yeah that's well, the point that's of the, the charity. Point to it, yeah. yeah. So you kind you of get a, you get a little bit of leeway from like venues and bands who yeah. will go oh you can have a higher fee or we don't you'd have to pay us to play yeah yeah um, and then but also you then you want to approach some bands. I've, I'm talking from personal experience doing Ox Jam for yeah. two years and you approach certain bands to go, oh, we can't do it without getting paid. And we're like, yeah. well, we can't do it then because, you know, that's that's the whole point of these things. You can't really yeah. put money into it if you're not for the right, the wrong reasons. And yeah. it's like, um, and I think, yeah, so doing these charities... But, you, is, yeah, but I do understand the whole thing about the bands not able to do it because of the money because some, some just can't manage to do it. I mean, especially if they're not from the mm. local area, then, you know, it's, it's totally understandable. Yeah, that, that, that is definitely a big factor of it. The reason yeah, you yeah. see touring bands doing charity shows is for very, very obvious reasons because there's yeah, yeah. a lot of money involved in it. Um, exactly. I think with the Please Mind Your Head shows especially, I think there's um, there's a lot more... There's a sense of community because it's been mm. running for quite a long time. Yeah, it's and nice. I, it's nice that people understand and um, have found out things about Edway. Yeah, to ap- make them appreciate the, the yeah. light more, you know. And I think it, because it's been such like a long running thing, like with Oxjam, you get people who, like you get different people in charge every year, and um, I don't know, like maybe maybe there's a gap in my knowledge, especially uh, for this, yeah. um, but. It doesn't seem to me like there's a lot of shows that are put on consistently that are charity shows. I know, yeah. I know there are some that people go, "Oh no, what about this one?" But it's like, yeah, one-off sort of thing. Yeah, yeah I, I think, yeah. but I think with the Please Money Head, the fact you've, they've had six, seven, or eight, mm. you know, uh, it's it's kind of there's some consistency to it, and yeah. like, um, and it's important to me as well because music has played a huge part in my life and also in my recovery. So when I was in a coma in London for. 12 weeks maybe some maybe more i don't know um my parents found uh, my mum found a radio and just kept it on for me all the time because i love music so much you know Mm -hmm. and um when i was in uh rookwood hospital no when i was in so when i was in hospitals so i was in uh st george's hospital in tootin london that's when i was in my coma Mm. after my operation and they'd come in with my ipod and put it put the uh earphones Mm. in you know it's just like yeah, it's just a wonderful thing. Music, as you know, and many people do, music can be so uplifting and inspiring. Sounds a bit too. For example, if you listen to the right thing, then it can um, inspire you to, 
or make you feel better, mm. it make you feel in a better place. So, yeah. Well, for example, if you're laying there and you want to relax, you're going to listen to Sigur Ross or something, aren't you? And it's, it's going to do the job immediately. Yeah, so. yeah it's, I mean, and there's definitely kind of things that have helped me, like, through music. I think one of the, the, the most obvious things for me is um, I don't drink coffee. No? So when I have to get up in the morning, okay. the only way I can do it is listen to music, like, because it's, it's... Listen to Walking on Sunshine by <laughs> Katrina and the Waves. Oh, God, no, I... I think that would be have the opposite effect if we want to go back to bed. But like, yeah, like listening to music uh, has been my replacement. For I want to know now. What's your I morning I just, track? It just, it just depends on how I'm feeling that morning, or like, um, is it? What's the song? Come on, get on, get happy. Put on a smiley face. That one, yeah. <laughs> I think. I think that. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not really. But it's it's just kind of it's kind of you you wake up and yeah, you yeah. have a certain feeling. So how long have you not been a caffeine? I've never drunk. Never like, Never drunk coffee. Um, okay. You're right. Yeah. About the whole kind of being motivated or being kind of helped by music, and um, I think that's yeah, that's what. It, it relates, yeah. So you putting on those shows and yeah. relating and relating music to um, how it made you feel better. And I think I think it's it's interesting as well because um, when you when you book these shows, you book um, artists that are so varied. And yeah, it's nice to get. That's why I like to get the variety mm. because normally it's about what seven or eight bands, maybe. Yeah. Um, so it's nice to get a variety, but um, also it's nice for bands who. Bands that I personally like, but mm. that's not necessary. But yeah. it's if you're putting together a bill, then of course you're going to get bands you like, aren't you? But um, it's always nice for bands who uh, not starting off, but before they hit. So like Baby Queens, Junior mm. Bill. You know, it's nice to have bands like that who. Uh, yeah, who aren't necessarily so established. Who go on to release yeah, an album yeah, after yeah, it, it you like, know. That so that, yeah, you're thinking of a couple of years ago, and, and yeah, and like having having an interesting lineup. I mean, you've got everything from. Uh, I think I always like to put a little bit of hip hop in there, yeah, as well as the cover that we do as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, railroad bill skiffle, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's so much variety in Cardiff, and yeah. I think you. Oh yeah, yeah. The fact you can bring that into one show and people be all right with that, I think. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, that's the thing. See, normally, if if there's a bill, you know, you don't see a hip hop act with a rock act mm. with something else. So it's nice to mix it up a little bit, isn't it? You know. Yeah, I think, and especially with a charity event, you're able to do that. Because, yeah, oh, because people are less yeah. less inclined to be like, "Oh, I'm not going to go to that because it's less got a judgmental." Or, you like, know, I'll yeah. just go to it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and I think, and I, I think putting those bands together and like getting them to experience each other is a really good yeah. way of you know. Inspiring. It opens their eyes, and, yeah, and doesn't it? To yeah, the, the most interesting things I've seen recently of bands who you wouldn't expect to com- collaborate well not even collaboration okay. but just to appreciate each other okay, on yeah. a musical level and I think that's becoming more and more who, who's that then who well no I'm just oh, in okay, general okay. Like, Sorry, yeah, I yeah. mean it's kind of like you, you go to a show yeah it's always good you, you're yeah. seeing bands enjoy each other that are yeah. completely different and like um, yeah. and I really really think that's that's a positive it's step. It's important, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and like yeah. kind of having like clicks and stuff in the, in the music industry where you're only going to see one type of music is just is yeah. so detrimental. And like, it, yeah, it used to be... Yeah, a, it doesn't really exist anymore, does it? No, With no, the way people yeah. are uh, and the way the youngsters are. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, so like... Uh, with iPod Shuffle, you 
flick from whatever to whatever, don't you? Yeah. So, which is always a good thing, in my eyes. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's why this new show I've got on Radio Glamorgan. Quick plug now. Yeah. <laughs> two, two till four on every Tuesday on Radio Glamorgan. <laughs> um, that's why I call it musical meze, because I do go from you know one thing to jump to something else. You know, so yeah. you could have classic blues or soul. Then you could have some modern hip hop, some guitar bands, and mm. everything else really in between. And I think people's like, I don't think, I don't think it's even tolerance, but I think the their it's just their, enjoyment, yeah, isn't it? their yeah. enjoyment of of jumping from one thing to another yeah. has become so much more common that it's it's really interesting to now go to gigs and go and like look. I know it's it's kind of it's you kind of start losing your stereotypes of people, yeah. Um, because you will go to a show and see someone you would see the next night at a completely different show. Yeah, and you, yeah. You'd start going, oh, maybe they're a bit more. <laughs> yeah, you've more, got more layered than I thought. Maybe it's yeah. like maybe they're less. less You're really judgmental, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> well, no, but it's 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 yeah. interesting because you know a couple of years ago I'd go, go to a show and go, oh, that this is a typical crowd for this show. Yeah, and there are a couple of people here. I'm like, why are you here? But now you go to a show and you go, and you just everyone's different. Yeah yeah, 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 and it's like yeah. people. The more more and more people are going, oh, it's it's a good good mix of of people here now, and I'm yeah. like, well, but. That's, it's like that at every gig I go to now, and it's yeah. like, um, and that's great. But it's great. become more, in recent years, it's become more like that with the musicians themselves, hasn't it? The fact that uh, you've got people collaborating with other people mm. or doing a sound which is a little, you know... Yeah, more more mixed. And, yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's always way more interesting than just yeah. listening to the same song over and over again. Well, that's, that's why I enjoy playing on my radio show, playing mm. such a different collection... The only sort of template I use is that I enjoy it mm. and I think it's really good and other people must think it's good. So that's it. And really, I, think, you know? I think with that and with the way you book shows as well, like um, yeah. well, or book, the, book the gigs, is that if you like it, then you'll you'll book it. You're not necessarily playing or booking things that you don't. No, no, but if, if I like it, but then I'll look at it from a different angle yeah, oh, and just make sure, sure it yeah. does, you know, oh, yeah, it's not but, just, yeah. Uh, but what I, what I mean is like... Oh, no, not, I know you're saying You're no. not booking stuff because other people like it, you're booking... Oh, no, like yeah, it. I wouldn't, yeah. Because I think that's... you got to go, well, if I enjoy this, other people are going to enjoy it. And Yeah, I think and because there's less pressure on me because even though I want to raise money for the charity... Mm. It's not like I'm going to lose money if people don't turn up. It'll just be disappointing. Precisely, and that's... Yeah, that's, I'll just be sobbing. That, at the yeah, that's, what, that's what I really enjoy about doing, putting on the shows I do, like yeah, yeah. putting on stuff at Hub and putting stuff on at Oxjam, is that you, there isn't necessarily... If nobody turns up, at least you still... It's still okay because you don't have to give a ton of money to something. Yeah, but, yeah. And, yeah, and that's why... But yeah, it is difficult for people who put on gigs out of their own pocket, mm. um, you know, because... Uh, the footfall in recent times has been yeah. pretty poor. And you, it's on its way back up, yeah. like you said, but you can lose money, and, and you, you can't yeah. guarantee attendance. Like no, even if it's the best lineup ever. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's precisely. It's really yeah. well, even it, like it be, you know, from your perspective, it could be like the best lineup ever, and then you go and you turn around and go, oh, that didn't really work. What am I doing yeah. wrong? And that's when promoters start booking acts on the basis as they draw a crowd. I've seen some really good covers bands, but it's quite, not sad, but it's a little bit, uh, yeah, it's a little bit sad when you see a, a venue like The Globe and there's just cover acts everywhere. I mean, you mm. do get some good bands there, so I'm not slating The Globe or anything. I'm just saying 
you know, you do see a lot of covers bands yeah, who sell well. So, I mean, well, yeah, that, nothing that's against it. them. People but... like going out and, like fr- like Fran told me on the, on that podcast, it's, people like going out and hearing music they know. Yeah, that's the and, problem, isn't it? Well, I'm, I mean... It's understandable, isn't it? Because everyone likes to do that. But it's also nice, well, it's nice for people like me and you to go somewhere. Maybe a band's playing who you know a few of their songs, but then you see loads of new stuff mm-hmm. and then... Your eyes are yeah. open, don't my, they, so I mean, to speak? My like fit- when I saw Mike Dennis for the first time, mm. just, you know, mind blown, obviously. It is one of those things. It's the rhyming yeah. violinist, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So it's, you know. it's like when you there's certain acts where you go, oh, you have to see them, and when you see yeah. them for the first time, it's going to be amazing. And it's like, I wish I could get that feeling back of seeing that, that person yeah. for the first time. Cause it's so, yeah, you have to reel yourself in a bit because yeah. you're saying, oh, you'll love them. You yeah, know, and then you have to go away. But then you think, <laughs> what if they don't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's just, you know, that's... That's just you yeah. being over it's, excited about music and then sort of pressuring other people I to think, like it. I know? think a lot of it comes down to oh, a really lo- like great feeling I've I've had recently is seeing a band for the first time and going oh, I re- like just like lyrics and stuff that will really catch you out yeah. or like little instrumental bits that'll catch you out and like mm. that that's what I really enjoy about seeing live music is when you see or hear something for the first time and it, it's really kind of that's what yeah but what, um, another so another part of that though also is with the uh, the pedals because Mike mm. Dennis uses it and loops he uses so many different instruments and loops them all and it's excellent to watch live and I mean mm. it's good to listen to recorded but when you see him doing it the same with right hand left hand yeah. you know just the whole you know and uh, Ratatosk Rodri yeah. Viney you know it's just like it's just all inspiring. The, the process of it. I saw um, just amazing, one yeah. of my friends' bands. Uh, uh, it's called this band called Vessels from Leeds. Yeah, and yeah. They, like they came down um, to Cardiff uh, a week or two ago, and it was one of the first shows that I lost my technical brain because. Yeah. Oh, I, you're enjoying it so well, much. No, it was yeah, no, but it, it was because I didn't understand it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> because a lot of what the were time, they doing then? Well, well, they had like lots of synths and stuff connected to computers. It, it got explained to me afterwards. As long as they yeah. understood, yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. That's, they, that's they the knew, important they knew thing. Exactly what they're doing. But when you go into a gig with a technical mindset, you can see exactly yeah. how things. Not like always, but things work, most yeah. of the time, you can see exactly how things work, how things are working, and then worst of all, you see when things go wrong. Yeah. So, but because I didn't understand anything that they were doing, mm. I just went. I, you like, had to switch that, off. Yeah. It, no, that brain, that part of my brain, didn't even try and function. It was like, oh, well, okay. I just accept this just and I enjoy didn't it. Listen yeah, to the yeah, music, yeah. and that's like so nice, such a nice yeah, feeling. Yeah. And like, I'm envious now of people who get to go to gigs just for the music. Oh, you poor thing! You no, know, but I will turn up at the show and be <laughs> like, and be like, taking in exactly what everything's doing what all yeah. the microphones are so like, you can't even go to a gig on a night off and enjoy it because you're looking at their setup i've seen other people do that yeah. like um bernie yeah, yeah you know from right and left hand and uh people like that because he works at music box then he's just looking at the you yeah. know I, I mean that does act uh, that does add an extra element to it for, for certain oh yeah like, i'm not saying you don't enjoy yeah, it yeah and yeah. it's like there's certain bits in songs and like the way things are done technology wise that people, yeah. other people wouldn't get that I really enjoy and it adds something to yeah. the gig for me but like at the same time it can totally take things away <laughs> like, yeah, it's like I go oh that, that snare isn't quite loud enough oh that. yeah that's, like, that, must, that must be the annoying it's thing it's so like, annoying <laughs> it's like oh I can hear a slight twinge you, of feedback there do like, you find you go you speak to the person next to you and say 
Um, it would be much better if they increased that sound no. and reduced. That. Well, that's 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 what I definitely know I don't want to do because I yeah. Don't want... Do you have to stop yourself from doing it? I, I've I from the get go I've gone I've gone I'm never um, ever going to comment on the way okay, a, a yeah. gig is mixed. That's important. It will, yeah. it will. Oh, this sound man's doing such a bad job. <laughs> I I will talk about it afterwards for sure. But if someone's oh, enjoying yeah, yeah. it, if someone's enjoying it in the moment, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. take away from it. I'm, well, that's good, Jack. Yeah, I'm like I remember when you don't want to be a buzzkill on. Yeah. Yeah, we we saw um, Nights Nails a couple of years ago in the. Oh, point. I was there. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Good, and um, yeah, they were fantastic. But yeah. the sound. <laughs> well, people always complain about the sound at yeah, the most point, don't it's, they? It's it's such a. I mean, there's been this news recently. They're going to build a new. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. So they they'll get rid of the motor point, move the prison. That's what I, I don't know. They, they've, yeah. got, they've got a couple of ideas of where, okay. where it's going to go, and it's like I hope it does happen because that'll be really good. And so we'll have a venue. So bands that normally don't come to Cardiff and they go to Bristol and mm. so would that be something it would attract it would sound it would like attract it, bigger yeah. crowds yeah because it will double the venue size okay motor point at the moment it's uh, 7,500 okay. and they're wanting to build a 15,000 oh nice venue. but the thing is I went to see Lord in Brighton oh did you ago, good and yeah it was great yeah. in this place called Brighton Centre and that's smaller than the motor point oh, right. but she didn't play in Cardiff it was really yeah. interesting and it was great but um not to sound like a sort of muso, because I'm not a muso. So it's you impossible. are a muso. <laughs> oh, don't, don't, get, don't tarnish me with that. Um, but uh, you, you go to the Motorpoint Arena, and even though, like, okay, if, if you've seen a band that would never play anywhere else, then excellent, like Nine Snails. Yeah, yeah. But you always think, like, something's lost from the, like, seeing LCD sound system supported by uh, Battles, was it? Mm. No. I don't know. Did, was that in the motor point? Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, wow, that sounds good. <laughs> no, I won battles. I forget now. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, you just think, oh, this is good, but it, it would be better yeah. somewhere else. And LCD sound system got such a precise sound that you yeah. need to hear it properly. Yeah. But that was, that's, that's the example I was going to give when, I, when we went to Nine Inch Nails and like, I was there with a couple of my friends yeah, and I, I just had to bite my tongue because the sound oh, was so it? bad that I was like, I was like... I can't say anything. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't so bad, but it was just basically it would just be echoing off the back yeah. wall, and I'd had to like put my well, essentially the equivalent of putting my fingers in my ears, which put like really thick foam earplugs in, yeah, so I didn't yeah. have to hear it as much. So you didn't stand there yeah, with yeah, your yeah, yeah, fingers in your ears, <laughs> and, um, pulling a face. Yeah. But the thing is, I saw Night Nails twice again on that tour, and oh, did you? Yeah, I went to see them in Manchester, and I went to see them in Birmingham. And You're showing off now, Ed, oh, I'm not. I'm just no. a massive Night Nails fan. Yeah, That's yeah, I am. Problem. Yeah, and um. I can't believe they covered that Johnny Cash song. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they they um, they just brought well him Trent Reznor and Alex Ross just brought out a cover of um, a cover sounds really strange an yeah. interpretation of the Halloween theme. Oh, like, yeah, and I listened to that last night at like oh, what am and I was like, this scared. is cool, but You're like this scared. is the wrong time to listen. Yeah, to it. yeah. <laughs> Did you play it to your daughter as well? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when you you go to a show and you kind of take in those things and um and live music is so much more interesting because you get to see it in the flesh whereas when you're oh, hearing, definitely, it, when yeah, you're hearing yeah. it on a record it's kind of it's hard to understand how some of it's done um yeah and things sound good or sound excellent but when you see uh, that music being performed and then like i said you see how the sounds mm. are made you know and and the other thing as well is that with live music because it's so much it's, this sounds really simple because it's so much louder. 
Yeah. And because there's, you know, you've got the full range and everything. Whereas yeah. a lot of people, you know, nobody's, nobody's got a massive sound. Not everyone's got a massive sound, sound system. system yeah. And nobody's got a sound system as big as like oh, a yeah, typical of course, venue. Yeah. So yeah. when you go see it, it's more of a, it's more of an experience than you would listen to a record. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, that's also really yeah. interesting. Are you including Slipknot with two drummers there? Or? I really want to see Slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> it's the well, one I that... used to work in Virgin Megastore. Yeah. And they came in and did a oh signing when I was working. They gave us all free tickets, but I didn't go. Oh. I wish I had now, but I mean... I think, yeah. Not because I'm a massive Slipknot fan, but just because... Just because the, ex- like, the live experience. Yeah, like, yeah. And um, I think, and like, yeah, like, again, the, that Nine Inch Nails show in, in the Motor Point with all those visuals. That was excellent, wasn't it? It was just amazing. Yeah. I've just remembered. Do you remember you asked me a question about who I saw last live? Yes. Gary Newman, and it was amazing. Oh, I was so... Yeah, in that, was, that was when I was seeing Lord, and I was so good. My friend, um, one of my friends is on tour, well, was on tour doing the lighting for that. Okay. Yeah, I was um, so good. I missed I that. I couldn't believe how good it was. Because yeah. I'd heard the new album and I thought, oh, he's got some good stuff. But it was just amazing. And, you know, he played the classics like mm. Our Friends Electric and Cars. And it was incredible. I think... And I really liked the, the uh, Tram Shed as well as a yeah, venue. Uh, yeah, Tram Shed, exactly. Yeah. And, but I think the thing with Gary Newman is, like, he hasn't just recreated... Like, he hasn't just... He's not playing them in the same way he played them. No, it's yeah. important to him. And um, his new style... Back to Nine Snails yeah. is very similar well, to he's, Nine Snails. He's really, yeah. really good friends with Trent Reznor. Oh, is he? Like, he's really influenced Yeah, it's just, it was just and so in, good. Yeah. In fact, the second time I saw Nine Snails in London, he came out and did, oh, did he? Uh, two songs with them, which is pretty cool. Yeah, nice. And I was like, yeah. I know who this is, but I, yeah. I, I don't get it, but it's cool. <laughs> like, oh, it's like it's always the case you go see a, a band and like uh, James Addiction was supporting on that tour as well. No way. Yeah, and it was amazing. They were fantastic. Okay. What, yeah, I, what they like then? They, well, it was it was interesting because it was the original lineup. Okay. So it was this guy called Eric Avery who was the original bassist. It was back when I was also uh, taking photos at gigs. <clears throat> so um, me and my friend Nadine went up to Manchester and took photos. And it was really funny, <laughs> like because Perry Farrell's just crazy, like the the lead yeah, yeah. James Diction, and that was like that was really fun and interesting. Um, and then the second time we saw them was in London, and it was like we were right at the front and like squashed and stuff. Yeah. And it was like less enjoyable because like I didn't really know the songs that well. But if I'd go go see them now, I'd know all the songs, and it's like yeah. it's kind of it's really disappointing. It's it's one of those things that yeah, it's great to see a band live for the first time and you never heard them before. But yeah, when you go then, and see a band that you already know yeah. the songs, it's, it is there's that different yeah. element to it, isn't it? So it's like mm-hmm. it's, you can go about it from both ways. Well, it's interesting because uh, obviously you said earlier you listen to the podcast with Fran, so you kind of yeah. know the structure, and it's kind of turned out that way where we've been talking for a while and I haven't even asked but that's the, a good thing yeah, yeah yeah i really i, I it's more natural isn't started, it and we're yeah. talking about our love of music and yeah. live music and i started to like really enjoy that kind of as an element of doing that instead um yeah so i ask a couple of questions at the start and a couple of questions at the end yeah um and it's it's interesting to kind of uh ask them for someone who's not a musician because it's kind of i think they still they still apply um yeah even though it's like I mean, there were certain questions I ask. I'd ask musicians now, which would be like, "Oh, what was the first song you learned to play?" Which doesn't exactly yeah. apply to you. So it's like, um, but the first two questions still do apply. It's um, so the first question is, uh, "What's your first memory in relation to music?" So it can be like the first well, things you remember he- hearing, or the well, first it's probably uh, my dad's car. Yeah, see, it's a lot of people. A lot of yeah, that, yeah. parents' cars, and yeah. he had a cassette 
of the best of the Beach Boys. So that was a good place to start. That is a good it? place to start, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we He gave me his old records, and he uh, Ogden's not gone flake by Small Faces. So, All right. do you know that? Album? I, know, I, know, yeah. I know the Small Faces. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a great album, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's that's cool to be kind of gifted an album that. How old were you? Do you remember when you? Um, well, it was there in the collection, and then as I got into music, he yeah. said you can have those if you want. So I would have been about fifteen, sixteen, okay. seventeen. And, and then this, the second question I ask is, um, what's the first record? Not necessarily that you bought, but you chose to have because, like, a um, lot of uh, young people or you know kids, they don't buy their first record. No, someone else buy it. For well, them. the first one was probably uh, Do They Know It's Christmas, the original Band-Aid okay. yeah. thing. But I was very young then. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, first one bought. But that 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 record is kind of like the what like if that is your first choice, it's kind of. Um, well, it wasn't really my choice, but still, no? yeah. Well, no, it was like it was just bought. You know, it was just because you. Yeah, because it was everywhere. You know. Yeah, and you, yeah. You wanted to have it. I, um, I can't think what the first single thought was um, um I, yeah it's like for some people it does stick in your memory but for others it's like it's kind of not not so important because a lot, a lot of the time the first records you buy aren't records you'd listen to like it's no no and uh it's funny because uh, uh when i was in brighton so i was, I was telling you that when i was in brighton uh, a couple of weeks ago we went to this uh club night called shit pop which is really funny. It was in this place called... Great name. Um, yeah. yeah, it's this place called The Horn, and it was like, it's a really great venue, and I was like, oh man, I wish there was a venue like Cicada, because it's like, it's like so dark, and had all these amazing yeah. lights going on, and it was like this club night. But yeah, it's this venue called Shit Pop, and I really don't like the idea of pop being shit, because I think <laughs> I think pop is great. Well, it's important, isn't it? Cause yeah. It's, it's um, most people's way into the music, isn't it? And it's they, not even that. It's, the thing about pop music is it's perfectly crafted, yeah. And so there's there's a and also it's good that uh, it's more so in recent years that you've got uh, musicians being described as pop music mm. because pop is just popular music, isn't it? Yeah. So there's no real sort of you know so like like but for me uh, growing up in the eighties, if someone says pop music to me, I think of Stockhaken and Walkman and yeah, some terrible yeah, stuff. Yeah, precisely. So there's but there's pop music uh, Gary Newman's pop music yeah, precisely and, yeah that song was a pop song wasn't it yeah exactly yeah. so uh, and people degrade the 80s but then you think how can you degrade a, an era that had Adam and the Ants madness <laughs> the specials exactly like that the jam the, those Adam and the Ants singles are just so good and yeah, that was exactly, like considered yeah. the height of pop music but to me it seemed now listening back to it and listening back to Gary Newman they seem almost like on the side of pop music, but it's still yeah. considered pop so music. So it's, it's got a, like a, an element to it which is, you know, far removed from pop. Yeah. But essentially it is popular music, Yeah, and it? like, so. and as there's some bands that have been called pop and completely like, oh, no, no, we're not pop music. Like, yeah, but... I remember that there's this interview with Crystal Castles. Yeah. They got referred to as pop music and the, the guy and it was just like, no, we're not pop music. It's like, oh, no, you are. Uh, like, d- don't, yeah, <laughs> don't uh, have too much of a hissy fit because yeah. pop music is just 
popular it's just, music. It's yeah. just music. You that, want to be popular. So, yeah. yeah, well, there's, there's mm. elements. I think if you're breaking it down even more, there's elements in music that can be considered pop, like yeah. like um, like repetitive lyrics or like uh, yeah. like a chorus and a verse and stuff like that. But anyway, so there's... <laughs> So getting back to my original point is that I don't, oh, right, yeah, okay. I don't like the idea of pop being shit because, yeah, there is some terrible, terrible pop music, but there's also some amazing pop music that's considered terrible because it's because like... Because it's lumped in with Well, no, it's stuff. not even that because it's like so, che- like not cheesy, but like so yeah. obviously pop. But, um, yeah. but the song, so the first, the first record I ever chose was Quit Playing Games With My Heart by the Battery Boys. <laughs> and they played it this night and I lost my mind because I was like... A, I would never expect to hear this at a club night, and B, this is the first record I ever owned. No way! Is it? So it really freaked me out, but, and I was uh, like, and then I looked around the room, and I was like, most people in this room weren't even born when this <laughs> came out. And how old are you then? I'm 25. Well, I'm 40 now, mate. So yeah, yeah I, I know, but it's like, it's it's funny because there's a because it's like Fresh had just come back to Brighton. And yeah, like, yeah. Um, I was five years old when that record came out so okay definitely people there who weren't born when that yeah came yeah out. so it's kind of yeah like people go oh you're not you're not like that old and they're like i'm old compared to other people <laughs> there, yeah. there is yeah I suppose you're in, always older than someone else <laughs> when you look at freshers then yeah you are a lot yeah, older exactly, than freshers yeah, yeah. but yeah it's like but um when when i first got into music and to this day now uh hip-hop played a massive role mm. in my love of music because one uh the three albums which stick with me have stuck with me my entire life. Um, oh, yeah, they must have come out when I was about 12, mm. 11. Um, People's Instinctive Travels in the Pass of Rhythm by A Tribe Called Quest. The Mother Force of Nature by Jungle Brothers. And three feet high and rising by Dallas Hall. Three, that's a magic number. Three, it's the magic number. Three, three amazing mm. albums, yeah. And yeah, and that and that kind of era of that kind of crossover of, of uh, hip hop from. Uh, Someone, someone I really like well, refers to that that the first era of hip hop being the peas and carrots era, where it's like yeah, really yeah, kind of like well that that period, those three bands or groups were considered. Um, they had a term for it all. It was like um, Daisy Age. It was just some mm. sort of I can't remember, but it was yeah. So it's all yeah, it's all really positive. Um, mm. But you listen to some of the lyrics in Jungle Brothers, and it's about uh, passing up the chance of a beer and saying I'm strictly. Yeah, strictly Carly greens and the occasional roast. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, but I mean they've changed a lot now because I saw them in the Globe not so long ago, a couple of years ago, yeah. the Jungle Brothers. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but you know it's just changed a lot. You yeah, know? yeah, I guess I guess people themselves and music goes through different growing periods, doesn't it? So, yeah, and you you it's interesting that you say they, they're different now because. Uh, at Boomtown this year, I saw Sugar, Sugar Hill Gang. Oh, yeah, I saw And I was that. like, oh, they're going to be really nice and come out. Yeah. And they were, like, really scary when they came out. Yeah, I, I, seen, like, I saw them at Tramshed, and yeah. I saw them at, um, when they played at the park. Oh, at the, um, yeah, the... Yeah, Cricket yeah, Depot in the park. So, Depot yeah, in the park, yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. 
And like, yeah, they see they. I just thought they'd come out and be like really like happy and stuff. And they were like, they were kind of little. But it's bit, a lot of lot of years since. Yeah, they yeah. First, well, yeah, precisely. And yeah. it's kind of like you know, it's they're still in good form, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I really enjoyed yeah. it. It was the yeah, first. Yeah. It was kind of the first act. I'd um I'd gone home yeah. and then come back to Boomtown, and they were the first act I saw, and it was like oh, this is a great start. Like yeah, yeah. Um, but it's yeah, with that kind of hip hop that was so. Uh, it was interesting and it wasn't necessarily like really aggressive like it is like it could be conceived of like it well like it's I'm, I'm, stereotypical currently it's now. playing in my head you know um, <laughs> but it's yeah it's like there's that yeah. stereotypical image of hip hop and rap now that's like well there's so many different uh, you know precisely yeah, yeah exactly and I'm, I'm just but I'm just talking about the stereotypes like the whole yeah. like, gangster rap and the aggressive and the, yeah, yeah. the like swearing and everything and it's like that it didn't start out like that oh no of course no I t- um I do, I like to pick up albums for my show mm. and I always go into a charity shop because it's always worth a look in there. Yeah. And I went in, I went to Pops and Hops for the first time the other day. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. So I went in there and bought a couple of CDs and then on the way back to the car, there was just a regular charity shop. Yeah. I went in there. I was so pleased because there's a guy called Young MC and there was a, one of his albums with two classics that I've played on mm. my show and it was like a pound and it was yeah. just amazing just these finds and you give them you give them money to charity and you're yeah. getting something you really want I think, so. I think with a lot of it now it's like charity shops are so such a good way to a place to buy music because people are just chucking out the records oh I've got it on yeah. Spotify so it's like yeah, no, people yeah. just chucking out their record collections yeah. like great well not only that kids go to university and their parents go oh while they're away we'll just sell, sell all, all the things records, kind of my or give them all away I'd, yeah. I'd cry. <laughs> yeah have you got a massive collection of records well I mean it's, but yeah there's still like a number of CDs still at my parents house and it's like I like still having like I still like having a physical thing yeah, like nice I will yeah. there's plenty of records in this flat that are shrink wrapped still yeah because yeah. i've got them downloaded well that's what i'm like yeah. I've, I've got stuff that i've bought see because obviously i didn't do a radio show for a long time because mm. i was in hospital for 10 weeks of mm. christmas so i'm i'm putting together sh- playlists for shows which is what i'm going to do when i go home after this and um i'm like unwrapping albums like i yeah. just bought them yeah yeah, yeah, precisely. But you've bought them like six months ago. Uh, yeah, I bought them with the intent <laughs> reason yeah, yeah, of yeah. yeah. But you like because you've downloaded them in the first place. You never. It's such a. I don't strange... really download to be honest. Oh, right. yeah. it's, oh, it's I've just... got an iPod. Yeah, which is great for when you're traveling, mm. and you've just got. I've just got it on shuffle because. Yeah, cause you know, it's, yeah. Like I said, there's a big mixture in styles and everything, so it's excellent to have on on your travels or mm. something, or when you wait in a waiting room somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, I'd much rather have the album and yeah, and like listen to it from start to finish. Yeah, yeah. What what I've found is that I've put so much music on my iPod that I can't listen to stuff on shuffle anymore because so much okay. stuff will come up that isn't that I'm not into at that. Well, not yeah, into yeah. that particular point or like yeah. like it would be fine to listen to another time, but it's like yeah, but you can just flick past it, can't you? Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> but my iPod is so old now. I got it before I started university. So that's well, mine's really old. Mine's yeah. discontinued now. It's yeah, still well, all, the really all large iPods, yeah, eighty yeah, yeah, gig yeah, or whatever, you know. Yeah, and like um, they're now all smartphone. Yeah, I wish they'd bring them back, but it's. I know why they're doing it, so they can sell sell Apple Music, isn't it? It's like such crap. Um, But yeah, like I I got my iPod like when I started university, it was six years ago now, and um, oh, six, seven years ago now, and um, it's so the skip right button doesn't work. 
Ah, right. <laughs> so it's like literally like shuffle is is useless yeah. unless you know you want to listen to everything that's coming up. It's like, um, yeah, that's that's that must be a bit of a killer. Well, no, Skip right has got has gone. Yeah, but it's unless it, you want to listen to a whole album. Well, precisely yeah. now it makes yeah. me. It's funny how it makes you appreciate music in a different way because you have to listen to stuff yeah. rather than like yeah. than I mean. Yeah. But then again, like yeah. But it, it's interesting. So if I put it on the yeah. car and just like let it go, like I can just like go, oh okay. What I thought it? you were starting to sing a song from um, Frozen then. <laughs> <laughs> again, and another thing that is, is the joy of having a, a five-year-old daughter. Yeah. It? So thankfully, she's, she's not she's not so into it at the moment. But I'm sure when no. Christmas rolls around, it'll it'll start up again. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's like Lost Count album there, the Vessels album there. That Vessels album's got to be two, three years old now, yeah. and it's still shrink wrapped. And okay, yeah, so it's like it's crazy that like I've still got albums that are shrink wrapped because I've already I've just downloaded them in the first place. So it's like yeah, um, but then you've wanted to go out and buy it as well. well it's just it's just because yeah, it's a combination of things. It's habit. Yeah. It's being really paranoid that my computer's going to die, so I'll just lose all my music. That would be a bit of a... Yeah, and then the thi- but the most important thing is that you're supporting an artist if you buy a record. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. And like, um, so if you get a free download, yeah. you think, well, I do want to But it's, them it's to not even some... like, you know, if you buy a record online, yeah. it's so much cheaper than it is buying a physical record. Mm. And the costs involved, like... I you know also oh, they don't get a lot of it when, yeah when they don't they don't get as much as they would if they sell a record so if you yeah. sell a record for a tenner it's, it's one CD is about maximum one pound fifty so there's yeah. such a massive profit margin I'm yeah, I'm yeah. giving away the secrets oh, of the music no, industry fine, yeah. but it's like it's important because you you realise when you do that when you buy a CD it's so helpful for a band it's also nice to buy one at their live show yeah because they yeah. control the money <laughs> yeah and also um. It's also good because uh, often they'll be selling something which isn't available. Yeah, precisely. Yeah, exactly. And it's and you know you got shipping costs and stuff. You got and like especially me living in a flat kind of. But what was back to Sugar Hill Gang? What (laughs) is funny when I when I saw them in Tramshed at the end of the show, they said, um, "Right, if you go to the back and buy one of our t-shirts." Yeah. And then they were like, after the show, all coming out and saying hi, and I was like, "Oh, nice." He said, oh, you want to go and buy... And he, and he bullied a couple of, uh, like, <laughs> sort of 18-year-old students yeah, yeah. into going and buying T-shirts. Yeah. Because I realised that they are funding that, their that's trip. how they make money. But the they were really yeah. sort of... Yeah, you're going to go and buy, you yeah, know? So, pub, yeah. Public Enemy were like that as well. <laughs> were they? What, in Tramshed? Yeah. Yeah, I was there for they that, were like, yeah. They were like, oh, go, everyone's got to go buy shirts. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Like... When yeah, when I've when I've seen like local bands do that, I go, oh, we've got we've got a CD, and yeah, like sometimes yeah. I have to remind Mike, uh, yeah. Rob, uh, remind Rob on Mike, <laughs> Rob, remind <laughs> Rob on the mic that I yeah. remember to tell everyone we've got shirts yeah. and CDs, <laughs> like because yeah. well, he's grown more confident, hasn't he? Yeah, I, know, time but gone I, on. I think it's also like it, it's probably a bit of a British thing, possibly. That yeah, just of, feeling embarrassed you're that like, you're... Oh, yeah. but can whereas, you some money, please? Whereas we're like, talking about American, American bands. Like, they're yeah. totally... They don't care, do they? They're you like, guys love yeah, us, buy yeah, yeah. our stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, bigger bigger bands, I think, are yeah. just guaranteed. So you don't wouldn't get to see... You wouldn't, in a, uh, you wouldn't see a band in the motor point go... Yeah. buy our shirts yeah, but when exactly. you see them in the tram shed or smaller venues then yeah, you do yeah. because that's where they make their money because yeah. they don't get well yeah again exposing the inner workings no 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 I, I, it's kind of like I, yeah. I feel like a giving away secrets everyone's like no Shh. give it away give it away give it away now <laughs> give it away give it away give it away now <laughs> 
Just so so forthcoming for with the lyrics, Justin. That's great. Oh no, no. I don't <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's that's another thing I wanted to bring up is the um, you mentioned it earlier doing the hip hop covers. At, um, yeah, yeah. Which is something I still haven't witnessed. Oh, haven't you? I feel well, really... couple of them online on YouTube. Yes, so I was there. I'll, I'll have a look. I'll, I'll, I'll try and find them and post to your uh, Facebook. So what what I've done uh, when I did the podcast with Mike Dennis. Yeah. Um, I because he didn't do a recording with me. What I did is I dropped little segments of uh, audio from his stuff or stuff yeah. we were talking about. So maybe at this point I'll drop in you doing a hip hop cover into the oh, podcast, oh. and you're like, please don't do that. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> okay, I just say if you look if if you look on YouTube, you can probably find them. Look at this yeah, link. I won't, I won't, yeah. I won't subject. Well, I won't, I won't embarrass you like that. But no, I, I think that's that's it's it's cool to kind of get yourself involved. I'm also in quite pleased, even though I don't really want to watch it. That you know, I did stand up comedy, mm, yeah, and my very first performance in Goody Who is on YouTube, as yeah, well, you know? that, 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 yeah, of course, I completely forgot about that. What, what, and you referred to the uh, like comedy earlier, what kind of inspired you to do that? Um, it's, it all comes from uh, my downfall, as I say, my um, illness and everything that's happened, it's made me more determined to do whatever I can, um, that whatever I want to do, make sure that I go ahead and do it, you know? Yeah. So it makes you more determined because, you know, the old saying of um, life is precious, um, it's not as long as you think it is, because I very nearly died a couple of times. Mm. So, you know, you sort of value it more and you want to do as much as you can that you want to do. They, I mean, yeah, that's so kind of, it, it, it loops around back to like, what I heard yesterday a lot about like mental health and stuff. And it's yeah. like, there's certain, when you go through life, there's, you know, you got, you got your different motivations and to have something so kind of something like that happen to you and yeah, you yeah. change your perspective. Oh, things. totally turns. Oh yeah. Turn my whole world on oh, upside course. down, you know, yeah. but I mean, um, thankfully with the support of my friends and family and everyone else, then, uh, you know, I feel pretty pleased to have come through it. Mm. Um, I was, I live on my own now, and I was saying to my, I say to my parents often, I could never imagine back when I was recovering, living with them, mm. never imagine a life of my own, you know, because I felt so, what's the word, um, at at risk, you know, well, sort vulnerable, of yeah. vulnerable. That's yeah. it, and health wise, you know, so so to come through it now and not be taking any medication, and you know, mm. it's just it's really really pleasing. Yeah, it's and and then it kind of gives you that kind of drive yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah it's you know some people i feel like i don't want to get all like preachy and stuff but no. like some people just seem to sleepwalk through life and, yeah but yeah i know what you're saying and but, it's yeah. like and now you're motivated to do these things like go out and do a do a comedy set or go out and yeah i, I don't do think i'll show. do any more of it well, but, I mean, but but just to try the it. option is still yeah, there yeah exactly. i won't, I won't like, put it to bed completely it's like it's that perspective of oh I don't want to do that shifts to why not like anything but it's also it's also like um, I'm really pleased I can cook a good curry now mm. because I did a few classes and now I've got the skills yeah. <laughs> that sounds like I'm really well, full of myself well, no, but now I've got the skills to <laughs> cook a curry so um, it's just getting the confidence to, to do stuff and it's just something I wanted to do so I thought I'm going to go ahead and do it yeah, so I mean I think, you know, people's motivation is so kind of... I, I realise I don't have a full-time job, so therefore I have more time to do these things. Yeah, you, but could, you could just sit there and yeah, do don't, nothing. Don't give me options, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> But I know, but that, that's the thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's important to... 
even even though um, I've gone through some bad things, it's important to try and f- fill my days with excite excitable. Uh, fill my days with interesting and yeah. enjoyable uh, pastimes. I, th- I think that's like, you know, I think because you've gone through bad times. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's yeah. the reason you should be doing that because. Ooh. You know, it's you've you've come from that perspective where everything could change at yeah, the next you, moment, and like I'm not trying to like sort of make myself different from everyone. No, but you do see things in a different perspective. And, uh, well, precisely. Um, yeah. And you think, well, uh, if I don't do this now, I may never have the chance, or if I don't, yeah, like that. So you're always uh, eager to do things, your sort of life goals, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you know, some people are motivated by the fact they go. Oh, I'll do this because it'll earn me money, or I'll do this because it'll earn me fame. But, yeah. <laughs> but with you, it's just like I'll just do it because I want to do it because I want to enjoy it. And yeah. yeah, and so it was always my goal to do stand-up comedy. Yeah. So it's like, it's like I hate the term bucket list, but it is like that. <laughs> even though it wasn't done with that intended, it was like yeah. yeah. It's like I've always wanted to do this. Why don't I just do it? Yeah. And it's like I think. The more people do that, yeah, the I mean, more interesting you know, their lives can yeah. be. Like, yeah, and like, and the thing is, the, the worst thing that can happen is you go away from it and go. The, the worst thing that can happen is it fails and doesn't get off the ground. Yeah, but at least you've but at least you given it a little go. It's yeah, like, it's like I don't know. It's 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 interesting when people. I I really have a hard time motivating myself, let alone other people, to yeah. do things like that because. You kind of go. You kind of got to will yourself into the the mindset that that you have that is what is the worst that can happen. And like, yeah, exactly. And having seen some really bad things, mm. you know, when I was in bad places in hospital, it's important that you uh, try and grab hold of things which you enjoy doing mm. and running with them. You know, it's it's so. I think people take their lives for granted a lot of the time. Yeah, but it's through no fault of their own. No, I guess because of, you yeah. don't have that perspective. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, not you know. It's it, and it's and it's and you know you hear all the time people go, oh, you gotta you gotta take life as yeah. it comes and stuff and like do as much as you want. But when you don't, but have, when but when you've got a full time job, yeah. a family, a mortgage, all those sort of things, then it's kind of hard to. Mm. So no, it's true. It's true. I guess. <laughs> I guess. You know, I think you and I are in these unique positions where I have a job that's, well, have multiple jobs that yeah. kind of are exciting and enjoying and I get time where I can do other things and you've got yeah, time yeah. to do these things that you want. And not everyone has that. And I think we kind of, we're lucky in those perspectives, in, in those respects, but... Yeah, as long as, you know... <laughs> but And then other times we're like, I don't have any money this month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's when you look at your... Sorry, I'm looking at Ed's shelf that's got lots of DVDs, books, and CDs on it, and yeah. games as well, yeah. and magazines. Yeah, things I've amassed. And a roller cellar tape. <laughs> uh, yeah, a, lo- a lot of these things were, were amassed when I was a teenager and I had expendable money and then didn't have to pay yeah. rent. But. <laughs> well, it's always, it's always the way in there. You have an enjoyable life, but you have to work late, Yeah, you know, for many gigs. And yeah, so, or like, yeah. So there 16, are times where you think, oh, days, why yeah, do I have yeah. to do that? You know, but that's... But yeah, and then the next so life you chose. Yeah, and then you know, last week I had to do 50 ish hours of work. Ooh, and but this week I've got three days off. So yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, it comes and goes, yeah. and it's like, um, and I get to enjoy having days off sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you know, but um, hopefully, hopefully I. 
do enjoy those days more, not go, I need to do more work. But yeah, that's kind of... Yeah. Um, Is there always work to be done with that? I loved... Um, back to uh, Above Your Station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that you were... You had adamant war paint on <laughs> and you were a part of Junior Bill for the moment. Yeah, I think being someone who isn't a, a musician anymore... Yeah. And I think both of I know we can we can both relate to this because like going back to you doing the hip hop yeah yeah it's, it's like it's re- so feels so good to do yeah, it doesn't it's great. it yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, but it's, you wouldn't want to do it full time precisely yeah, yeah. it's like I I used to be in a band and I realised what I were they called it. it was a band called Raphaelites so okay. it's when I was, I stopped being in the band when I was twenty so it's like quite a while ago now um, five or six years ago. Uh, but I stopped enjoying it, and I was yeah, like, "If no I don't enjoy on, it, what's yeah. the point?" And it's yeah. like, and being in Junior Bill for a night was wonderful, was great. But, but go would, home afterwards yeah. and go, "Okay, brilliant." I'm yeah, not going I, on tour. I with don't want to do it. Oh no, I'll well, go, on go on tour with them. Obviously, I won't be yeah. on stage. Like, yeah, because I'm it, not going to go on tour as, and I, I'm not going to write. Songs you're the new Alio, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of yeah. like I never ever want to be a part of a band again because no. it's not for me but it's like getting a taste of those things is lovely yeah it's nice to have a little yeah, snippet of it yeah. but it's, it's not a full time thing definitely not for me no. anymore um, you know we, we all sit where we want to sit and yeah and I think we've got different skills and kind of doing that kind of thing so kind of looking forward so you got your radio show back which yeah. is great you said you want to start doing some more reviews when you get the chance to do them I guess yeah um, well when, when I feel ready you know, yeah, I, I know it's, it's been fine. a long time but it's just juggling everything you know it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, sure sure what, um, yeah. you know I, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself because no. okay yeah that, 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 that makes <laughs> yeah. that makes total sense yeah and then, yeah. Uh, and then the trying to do a christmas show yeah that's hopefully gonna it's kind of like it's really nice having a an end of year thing i think you know because your usual shows were july around july so it's like nice nice kind yeah of... no but um last year of course the christmas one was yeah. the first one we're gonna try and do a christmas one every I th- year and I think... as well as the uh july yeah so the, the christmas ones are quite nice because it's like yeah. it's nice having like a kind of christmas party for the Diff- music yeah too. exactly yeah. yeah yeah and um i really like that idea because you know a lot of people in the music scene don't have, you know, their Christmas pies in this usual sense. Because, you yeah, know, like, of course, people who yeah. work office go, I have Christmas pies. And, like, and also, um, <laughs> if you ask someone who's in a band if they want to come to a party around Christmas, they're all, well, any time of the year, yeah. they're like, oh, no, I can't, I'm playing a gig. Especially if I ask Francesca, because yeah, yeah. she's got, like, five or six bands yeah, on yeah. the go, so... So I can't go to a Christmas party because I'm doing a gig. Yeah, why I don't can't we, come to your party. Why don't we go and do a gig and it'll be a Christmas and party at the same you time? you can yeah. play that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. So the, the last two questions I asked then are kind of to, to bookend it. Um, yeah. Is, what, is there anything you've been listening to recently that you're really enjoying? It doesn't necessarily have to be something that came out recently, yeah. but it's just like something you've had kind of playing and really you really enjoy. Well, I... I've loved listening to uh, Sandinista by The Clash. Yeah. Because I was talking to someone and I said, the first time I heard The Clash was on a karaoke machine. <laughs> and it was, oh, really? should I stay or should I yeah. go? And so you hear that and then you can you think of them as a very different band when you listen to that's, Sandinista. That's is, true because it's like a lot of those popular songs you kind of hear... Yeah. And like, yeah, you hear them one off, don't you? Without the album, yeah, like, like the Clash is is a really good example of that. Because, because the you, Clash are very multifaceted, yeah, um, multi-genre, mm. and to label them as punk as well is really lazy because they're all sorts of things, aren't they? Yeah, because yeah, you go back to the yeah. was it one hundred one ers or hundred one ers. 
which was Joe Strummer's band mm. before The Clash, and you see how it evolved when The Clash mm. started up and everything. And it's like, so you got um, the obvious songs like London Calling and, yeah. and Should I Stay or Should I Go and Rock the Casbah. Yeah. And those seem like, like again, we're talking about uh, pop. They just like, seems like such like iconic pop. Pop, yeah. Pop punk, like, well, not pop punk, but like popular <laughs> e- era yeah, um, yeah. of the punk movement. And then, but then you go and listen to, it's weird because a, a, a class song I really like is Spanish Bombs. Yeah. yeah. Probably because I've got like, quite affinity with the um what happened during the Spanish Civil War and really yeah. interested in that and it's that's a song about that. But that's still in the same vein as like should I stay or should I go and like things <laughs> yeah, like that because yeah. it's like got that kind of rhythm that's yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah. aggressive or or hard to get into. But then you're right, like Sandinista and there's this albums uh, and the Joe Strummer and Mescaleros. Yeah of course yeah. it's like yeah that that kind of stuff you go, Oh, okay, this is different. Like Yeah, well like, Sandinista there's so much dub and uh mm-hmm. scar in there that you know it's kind of like you, it's, you it's didn't want to expect a clash. It's like yeah. yeah. So I think that's definitely one of those records that you go, oh okay, like yeah, like yeah. oh wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like it's it's always good to kind of you know listen to a song or two from a band and go, oh well, if this is what I'm hearing like in a nightclub or on the radio yeah. stuff, I'm is this all there is to this band or is there more to it? And it's like <laughs> yeah. I think that's you know that's what I've been finding out is that you kind of listen to a song or two and go, okay, this is interesting. But it can be the other way around. You can listen to a song or two and be like, oh, I'm not really into this. Yeah. And then you go away and then you hear another song by them, like it's kind of off the album. And you go, hang on, this is completely different. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a wonderful thing though, isn't it? Um, when bands have got many different uh, corners or many yeah. different... Yeah. and often what you hear is the most kind of like... Commercially... Commercial, yeah, commercially viable kind of... Yeah. yeah, and not that doesn't chime... Because, but again, they're talking about pop music, a pop what thing, what makes things accessible to a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if if you're a bar that is choosing class songs to go on your jukebox, yeah. you're not going to pick <laughs> a red up. Yeah, track. I mean, it would be lovely. But <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if you're picking like a, you know, you're going to go for should I stay or should I go? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. now music is so accessible. Now you can literally open up your laptop and find an entire back catalogue of an artist. That, that's what is good. Um, the, I don't feel jealous of the younger generation because I'm quite happy with how I am and mm. how I appreciate music. But they've got everything at the touch of a button, so it makes them lazy. And also, they don't listen to albums, which is quite unfortunate, isn't it? They, I'm not saying they, you know, that's a sweeping, yeah. sweeping generalisation. Well, I, I, I was about to say, like, I think also... It doesn't. You can you can take it from the perspective that they're lazy because they can just open up and find anything. But it also, yeah. there's a lot of work in, involved now in finding something you really like. Yeah. And like you know the the my some of my friends who've got such a broad music taste. I'm like, how the hell did you find this stuff? Yeah, like, yeah. I I find that even more. There's a lot more work that goes into that rather than my perspective is like, oh, I like that band. Maybe I like this band. I'll just buy yeah. these band records, not just. You, like, that sounds a very Amazon sort of way, isn't it? Yeah. You bought this, you might like yeah, this. Precisely. Yeah. And whereas they're, yeah. they're going out and just going, I'm just going to try and listen to this. But it's also good um, when you think of when Nirvana did Unplugged mm. and they covered 
David Bowie, yeah. Lad Belly, and a couple of others as yeah, well, that, you know? And that's, and that's really... That's because re- then you... I had an appreciate. Well, no, I'm not going to... But I, I grew an appreciation for other genres such as blues, jazz, mm. soul, funk, and on and on and on. Yeah. But then it means that um, a sort of steadfast Nirvana fan is going to go out and listen to David Bowie Precisely. and Lead Belly and, and that's, others. And that's like, you know, I... There's a difference between you know I've gone on it so long now, but there's a difference between cover bands yeah. and bands doing covers. Oh because, yeah, yeah. But I love bands doing covers. Yeah, I love yeah. it because it's like you go, oh okay, I'm going to go listen to that original now, and then you find a whole new but world the, of music. The best covers are the ones when you got like an American rock band doing a cover of TLC or something, isn't yeah. it? Which does exist, well, doesn't yeah, it? Who is it who did a cover of Waterfalls? I don't, I don't know, but... Um, but obviously they do it in a completely different yeah, style and it's, it's just like, wonderful. But yeah. you, you referenced jokingly earlier Johnny Cash covering Hurt. Yeah, but yeah. But that's like one of those iconic songs that gets flipped on its head and it's like yeah. that... I'm, I'm not disparaging people who do, but when you say to someone, oh, the originalists, and like, what? You know, like, yeah. so I'm not, you know, I'm not saying they're I mean, bad people, I think. I, it's just, one, you know, one of these facts that I like throwing out at people now is that, you know, Torn by Natalie Brulia. Mm-hmm. do you know that's a cover? Yeah, it's that gone. I don't know who it's. Oh, I don't I know. I can't no, remember I, who it's by. Originally, I did but hear some of yeah, that, yeah. but um, but it's it's funny because a lot of these songs that you you listen to and go, oh yeah, obviously that's 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 yeah. that, and it's like, oh wait, no, that's a cover. <laughs> but also when you hear, uh, it's nice to find out. I like to know bands' original names before they were forced to change their names. <laughs> why they chose that name or yeah. why they chose their original name. And when you hear the meaning behind some songs, so like um, the police, every breath you take, mm. and like there's a horrible story behind well, yeah, those things. Yeah, that, that is one of those examples of a song that yeah. you, you go, you can take a t- face value and go, oh, that's nice. They're gonna they're gonna but be like, watching over you, but it's actually a song about stalking. Yeah, but I was <laughs> I was saying about having all this, you know, recovering at my parents and not doing much, not going to many things or anything. Um, so I just sort of. And this is before on, you know, and um, before we had dial-up internet then, so I didn't use it much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, it means I was not studying, but I was reading lots of things. So discovering real, real names of artists, mm. their first band, what they were called, and then you know the meanings behind yeah. that's band I mean, names and song names. That, that's interesting because it's like this is so, it's like such a cliched question that nobody even asks it anymore it's like why are you called that why is why, yeah i like i like to know I, yeah, yeah and it's yeah and i think but i think that going oh what was your original what was it originally called why was it originally called that yeah. why did you have to change it yeah like, yeah that's that is more interesting in a, in a sense but then i think that question that why is your band called what it's called is so kind of such a cliche question that nobody asks anymore that yeah I, but it's, I'd it's like, an, it's I'd an like, interesting thing i'd it? like yeah. now to hear why bands, yeah. bands are called that because like um like there's loads of bands in cardiff i'm like why are they called that and i've well, never like, thought um, to ask them uh what are they called <laughs> Like Strange Use from Under the Star, that's a Blur song, isn't it? That's why they chose that name. Yeah, well, precise, I didn't know that. Like, No, you didn't. Do. Well, it's an album track off the Blur album, yeah. you know, Blur, the self-titled album they yeah. did with Beetlebum. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then the that's Radiohead, I think. Radiohead is a Talking, talking Head, Head song, song, yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, Death Cab for Cutie is a bongo dog doodah band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah it's like, it's cool to know things, things like that. And... Um, 
Uh, it's a guy called Dominic Griffin uh, from Cardiff who explained yeah, he changed his uh, he used to be called Dominic Griffin as a musical artist now and then changed his name to Aldous Vaughan and like on the podcast he explained why he did that and that was really interesting and like and I don't think I would have ever asked that unless well I think it's because um, I just thought it was an interesting name yeah, yeah. but usually so if him, I yeah. talk to a band I go I would never like ask why the band's called no? that, and it's like. Oh, I think I would. Yeah. I know. I think yeah. I should. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, you should. Yeah, yeah. It's like bands like um, Parks and Quiet Marauder, and and like yeah. they've got really int- like that's that's an interesting thing. Like, te- and like this guy called Tetrahex, and like yeah, um, and like Ransom and stuff, and it's like all these people I've interviewed. Well, I'm, I'm sure I've asked. You know, um, uh, right hand, left hand. I'm sure they've told me, but I can't remember. And um, Ratatosk, Rodri's, I'm, yeah. I'm, he's told me, but I can't Exactly, and it's like, I don't yeah. know why those band's called that. I don't know why. Totem Terrors? Yeah. Why, why, <laughs> yeah. why are Baby Queens called Baby Queens? It's like, yeah. it's like. And Graf has told me the, and DC have told me the Gin Drinker, but I can't remember now. Well, yeah, Gin Drinker so, seems so, quite <laughs> What's that, sorry? <laughs> seems quite straightforward. But, no, maybe, but maybe, a, maybe there's an alternative meaning. Yeah, like, there's a about, yeah. literal. Yeah. I guess meaning I can't remember Uh, but and then the final question I ask is kind of um, one that is it's evolved as I've gone through the podcast yeah. because, um, the f- well, a couple of first times I've asked it, people can't really give an answer. So the original question was, what's your favourite album of all time? And exactly, and yeah. you, just, you just pulled a face, so it's kind of well, like... Well, it's, it's an impossible one to answer well, if you love but, music. But for, yeah, exactly, but for me, it's I'm, I'm weird and I make lists and stuff and I know exactly what my favourite album is. It's Live at Sinead by Jeff Buckley. Okay. So it's just odd that it's a live album, but again, I guess yeah. that kind of has something to do with me being a sound engineer and like like liking live sound. But it's just such oh, a the good... strings and that are so good. No, 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 it's no, it's, <laughs> yeah. no, no, but it's literally it's just him and a guitar. Yeah, yeah. And it's like and it's it's, it's probably a cop oh, out. The production like, levels in this are so good. I haven't listened to it. Uh, but it's like um, <laughs> it's it's a bit of a cop out because it's like twenty tracks or something. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, um, but I love. And it's just made me well, fall in love with the like the concept. I think of I've got, uh, I think I've got different albums from different periods of my life, really. Yeah. So, so that's what people say a lot. Well, back when I was younger, it was uh, people's into travels in the past were written by a tropical quest and done by the force of nature by Jungle Brothers, and also Three Feet and Rising by De La Soul. But then as it's gone on, I mean, uh, well, Small Faces, Ogden's Nut Conflict from my father. Beach Boys Pet Sounds, mm-hmm. Fuzzy Logic by Super Furry Animals. There's so many different ones. I mean, so what I decided to do instead of asking what's your favorite album is what album is either it's kind of it's it comes in two ways, I guess, with musicians, especially it's it's what's the album that's most inspired you musically. Mm. And then I guess for you particularly, what album do you think had the most impact on your life? Actually, I I know what um, I know what is. uh, It's probably two albums that I can mention. And one is. No, there's more than that now. <laughs> Radio, was... Radio by Super Furries was a big mm. one because I listened to it so much when it came out. Super, 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 super
fuzzy logic was the same as that. Yeah. But um, I remember uh, Slanted Enchanted by Pavement. No, Wowie Zowie by Pavement, sorry. I can hear the heart beating by Yola Tango. There's so many yeah, others, though, you know? It's maybe it's I just start, stop asking that question altogether. Because it's a tricky one. Just people say it every time you do it, then. Yeah, people, like, the oh, people, people have difficult... I think only, like, a handful of people have been able to give me a proper, like, straight answer. Yeah. And I've had to, like... A lot of it, I've just have to, had to extract it out of people, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Like, with pliers. <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe it's just a question that's kind of really difficult to answer for most people. And well, if, if you love music, then it's hard to, isn't it? Because... There's so many, so many different. Yeah, I, I'm just, I guess I'm in the minority that I make lists of things I like. And I, 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 I haven't done that for a while, but I used to do a lot of that. Yeah, and even with that, it's just impossible. Really, I mean, you, you go, oh, I've missed something. Yeah, surely, or like, I give myself rules, like you can't have uh, more oh, yeah, than if, one artist if, in the same list. If you, like, um, if you give it uh, categories, you know, that's when. Mm. But then you could have a million different categories. Exactly, you know? I know. Like it's top like, ten favorite hip hop albums. Yeah, yeah. But it's like it's kind of <clears throat> it's it comes from weirdly enough it kind of comes from that uh, the era of MySpace, which is like yeah, so, yeah. like such a like niche generation. Thing, I can't believe like, it still exists. Well, well, I haven't in, been on in there. some kind of form. I guess. Yeah, it's I haven't like, been on there. It's I like mean, the whole um, kind of top eight mentality. I think of. Um, yeah. I don't know how many people are like that with me, but it's like you could do. You could also do this thing where you list your um your favorite artist and you could rearrange it yeah so that it just ended up being well, like that for me do so. you remember nme used to do my favorite top 10 or my top 10 I, well I, I i sent one in a few years mm. back and i'm trying to remember what was in it but super furries yeah. pavement yola tango and a few more but i think when you, when you get given when you have to do it you probably could come up with a, a list, yeah. but then you'd look on it. But then you'd look on you'd it look at, afterwards and go, oh, yeah, what have we done the now? week after or the month yeah, after, or even the year after. Yeah, ten minutes after. Yeah, and you yeah. go, oh, that was wrong. Like, I should have put that in. And yeah, go, oh, but I forgot about this that's, thing. That's yeah. the thing when you do, yeah. when, you, so, when it, it is printed. Even yeah. if you listen back to this podcast, you go, oh, I forgot about that album. I should have mentioned that one. Oh, and it's like, no, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so I think I think it's 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 starting to make me think oh that's a really unfair question so maybe i'll start no but it's funny to be to ask such an unfair question yeah as far as unfair as far as unfair questions go there's a lot worse you can have worse yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) which child do you want to keep oh Um, god (laughs) that's fine i'm going to children so yeah (laughs) sorry um but yeah like i maybe it's but it's kind of like that's that's it's the musical equivalent it's like what's your favorite child it's like i think i was pleased i was pleased sorry to stop you but i was pleased to read that Junior Bill are going to be releasing an album. Yeah, so 
I, I kind of did did uh, say that. So the album is essentially the live album from Boogie Station. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like, it's kind of like, it is an album in a sense of the fact that it's the first yeah, full length well, yeah, thing. But I think, I think it's the production quality of it not no well oh, oh, you can't back I, no, I can't no I, I realised as soon as I said that I was like yeah. wait I'm the one who produced it don't worry so like, you're going to add a search or don't worry yeah well no it's like um, a lot of it did come from you know yeah. working with a lot of different people so I can't exactly yeah. go oh it was all me but it's like um, I yeah. think it's it's it. the production quality on it is good enough for it to be considered an album and yeah. um, you know so much work work as much work went into it as a as an usual album would be. It's not just yeah. a throwaway recording. Oh no! Yeah. So, well, I was there the night, and it was a great. Yeah, and it would be months and months of work into it. So it's kind of yeah, it's, mm. it is is an album in that sense. So that's why I described it as, and it's it's the length of an album. Yeah, and yeah. it's like the the way we release it is like an album. So it's like yeah, it's an album. Like we we did a record that was a demos and rarities record. So that wasn't yeah, that's yeah. not really considered an album. Like when you when you see yeah. a discography of a band, you don't see the demos and rarities on the no, discography, no, no. do you? So it's like, but yeah, this is like the first kind of proper album in a time where albums aren't really a thing anymore I yeah mean, it's, are, it's all changed hasn't it yeah but they still are valued by a certain demographic of the music loving public aren't they also? especially those that um a vinyl like lovers i think that's that's yeah, another yeah. thing i was going to say about you talking about um people don't listen to albums anymore yeah but i think from a vinyl perspective you would yeah yeah um although there are some people who literally will buy vinyl just because they like the artwork and don't even open the record yeah which to me is crazy but and it's weird how the, a, a large uh percentage of the younger generation are calling them vinyls and not records <laughs> or, or vi- yeah vinyls really winds me up as well even yeah. though i don't like own vinyl it's like no the plural of vinyl is vinyl <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, but um yeah oh, i gotta go and buy it on vinyls yeah gotta go and buy some vinyls go yeah. buy some vinyls yeah yeah like, i mean you know i'm not well i suppose i am but i'm not meaning to badmouth them but it's just <laughs> it's just you know yeah we we tar, tar them all in the same brush there are people no. out there like who who are like that but i i hope it's the minority but it's, <laughs> i feel so judgmental saying that. um but it's yeah it's oh i've just seen the breakfast club in your collection yeah and what an amazing film that, that is, is a, yeah. it's it's funny looking at yeah, yeah i kind of forget that all my my taste is up there and exposed but the, a lot of that is um lots and lots of star wars lots of star oh god yeah god I love star wars obviously i had i literally had a dream last night that uh, I was watching the new Star Wars. <laughs> I had a dream last night that I was watching the new Star Wars oh, yeah. film and it stopped halfway through. Oh my God. And they wouldn't, they couldn't oh, show well. the second half and I was really I, upset. <laughs> this, this is Ed Townend now. And I got up and I cooked a right fuss up. I said, yeah, I was really, really pissed off. I was like, yeah. when am I, well, I, I gotta, I gotta see the second half. Yeah. But it's, yeah, we've bought, we've, I've got my tickets for the midnight screen. Oh, have you? Yeah. Oh, I still haven't. I'm obsessed. It's like I was obsessed with it from when I was yeah, a kid. So it's yeah. like I've. I, it's kind of one of those things. Well, so. I was born in '77, so therefore it came out in '77. Yeah, didn't yeah. It? So I think when they released uh, Return of Jedi, they re-released. So the first, my first viewing, I think, would be six, maybe to yeah. watch them. God, in '83, maybe. That's that's the thing I realised. I haven't seen the original trilogy in the cinema. I'd no. love to see them in the cinema. Yeah. Like, I guess you know, it's come from a perspective of, of I'm one of these people that I can't 
I like my my friend watched the last the the one that just came out a couple of years ago the um, yeah uh, Force Awakens the first time we watched it was yeah. on a laptop and I was so angry with him yeah. so I was like oh my god I can't believe you didn't see that in cinema so I dragged him to the IMAX and I made mean, him watch it I heard a horrible thing about the you know the secret that was happening and there were little kids in the waiting for people to queue oh, up right. and telling they were shouting out what happened which is horrible isn't it yeah, yeah. people did that like with the Harry Potter books as well and it's like oh it's just such an it's, evil nasty thing to do yeah it? it's like I know they're kids but still you yeah know. and it's like I think that that kind of not, not wanting to be spoiled and also people thing. on Twitter saying it as yeah, well yeah right? like yeah exactly and like people like coming out with spoilers before they yeah and, and like it's such a it's such a horrible thing. Yeah. It's like, but, even, but that's the potential of Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. But even with films that you like, um, one of my favorite film, well, my favorite film, like because I I have these lists of things that I like. I <laughs> yeah. like. Um, so my favorite film is this um, Swedish film, uh, it's a vampire film called Let the Right One In. Okay. And the reason I liked it so much the first time I saw it is because I didn't know anything about it. Oh, okay. And I went into it completely cold, except knowing it was about vampires and it was yeah. Swedish. And then I went to see it and I instantly fell in love with it and I'd still my favourite film. And going into a film or a gig or whatever, Wait. completely cold yeah. and enjoying it is mm. one of the best feelings that oh, you definitely. can have. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. Like, Without a doubt, yeah. Because, yes, you know, there's always the risks that you're going to go in and it's not you're not going to like it. Mm. But when you do, it's so good. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a band, there's a band, like I think I mentioned yesterday, uh, earlier, yesterday. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's been a long week um, uh, it's only just started Monday morning oh yeah Monday fuck because <laughs> like, like, it's been working since like last Tuesday so it's like straight oh, right. it's like, um, but yeah so I mentioned earlier that uh, the Humanities are a yeah. band I've heard of and but you'd never seen them I'd never seen them live I kind of I literally the only new thing I knew about them was their text back because of what I <laughs> yeah, done in Oxfam. Yeah. yeah, and um, so like I like oh it's this three piece they got this 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 oh okay that's mm. interesting and then I saw them play yesterday and it was yeah, it's quality, so good <laughs> was when like, you see oh, a band God, that's so good and it blow they blow yeah. you away and you either weren't expecting much of them yeah. or didn't know what to expect yeah. and it's just a good feeling it's, it? yeah. it's amazing and there's this other guy who went up yesterday because there's like an open mic yeah. bit. Um, it's called, I'm going to get the name, is The Honest Poet, I think it's called. Okay. And he, so he started off doing a spoken word thing, which is yeah. like, um, there's a bit of spoken word or like poetry going on. And then he got his a guitar and started singing. And I, I was, it was almost one of those moments where you, it feels like you get punched in the face by music. Because oh, right, okay. it was like, his voice was so strong. That's and, good, yeah. and it was like, Oh my god! And I do this thing called the Forte Project, which is like yeah. um, this thing that supports young people in, in South Wales. And it's like certain councils. And I was like, mm. I instantly went to my phone and like looked him up to see where he's from because if he was from one of these council where areas, is he from? he's from Chepstow. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, damn! <laughs> like, oh no! It's like you kind of go. It's especially because it's like I want to help these musicians yeah. out because I feel like that's my my remit now is helping out musicians yeah like, well you've got a you have got a foot in the door on you so you're able to in a sense yeah it's, yeah, you're it's able funny to, how that happened yeah not launch people but give them an opportunity aren't yeah, you? yeah and I think you know that's 
that's, but that's a good thing. It's a worthwhile yeah. thing you're doing, mate. Exactly. Yeah. And I think I, that's what I enjoy doing so much now. It's like, it's yeah. kind of doing that. I feel like I've talked about myself so much during this. <laughs> no, yeah. Maybe I'll cut it down. Um, but no, we, 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 we plenty to, to talk about. Um, but yeah, thank you for agreeing to kind of come that's in. That's right. Thanks for asking me. me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's again, it's like, like I said at the beginning, it was, you were, you're always on that list of people I wanted to talk to. Oh, thanks. Like, kind of, it's just interesting to get a perspective from someone. A, who isn't a musician, B, does the sort of things to do, mm. and C, is also someone who's so passionate about music whilst yeah. not being a musician themselves. Can we talk about the CMAs? Is that possible? Yeah, oh yeah, of course. So, yeah, yeah. Completely forgot to mention that. Because like, you presented to me, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, so I presented to you on the night, and it was kind of one of those things where it was like, um, actually that category is changing next year, which is like yeah. something I haven't told anyone. But um, yeah. uh, So it was Person of the Year, it was like one of the... Well, yeah. Cardiff Music Person of the Year. Yeah, yeah, so it was, and so the year before was, um, not, not the year before, 2015, uh, Mark Humphreys won it um, yeah. uh, posthumously, which is which really, really sad that, you yeah. kind of, that these things happen when people get given these awards posthumously. Yeah. And, but I was really kind of, you know, it kind of was really nice to be able to do that for for his family and stuff mm. and kind of maybe you go, oh, maybe this is kind of a worthwhile thing to do. And then so uh, in this year, it's, it seems strange that it's this year because it was only this year yeah. in, in March. Um, it was you up against uh, quite a few people. And I think yeah. what, Owens. yeah, Dave Owens and um, a couple of people do organise yeah. shows in Cardiff and stuff. And uh, and I was really, really hopeful that you were going to win because of what had happened over Christmas and the fact yeah. that you're kind of still, you know, and at, well, the, the whole way I got into Cardiff music scene was because of this injury, because mm. um, I think it started off with, uh, I went to a few gigs with some old friends. Uh, I used to work with, you know, the photographer Simon Eyre. Yeah, yeah. So I used to work with him in Virgin Records. And when I was getting better, he, he said, oh, when you come to a gig. So I went to Buffalo a few times with him. Mm. And I used to, you know, it was, it was excellent. They... It's like the Cardiff music, even though it's a group of people, lovely people, mm. who embraced me. The Cardiff music scene embraced me, so to speak. So that's why I comfortably um, became a part of it, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's why it's really nice to be able to uh, get their assistance in raising money for a worthwhile charity. Nice. And I think, but I think a lot of it, like the onus is on the person organising it, not necessarily the Oh, scene. yeah, yeah. Like, because... Because I've got lots of um, uh, passion and enthusiasm yeah. for live music in Cardiff. Well, just music in Cardiff. Yeah, and it's... So that sort of um, extends then, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you you can kind of put your, like, you could say, oh, the music scene came came and helped and stuff. But yeah. without that initial idea... Yeah, yeah. Without the initial person putting that in into practice, it's kind of like it doesn't happen so it's kind of yeah, that's, thanks, that's yeah. why it was really great to see you win that award and I was really happy yeah about thanks it. I was so shocked to be nominated in the first place well so. I, I think it's just it just goes to show that people appreciate you in the scene it's, it's really yeah nice. it felt so good to be you know yeah. both nominated and to win which was unbelievable but I, I think it's kind of it's it's one of those categories that you it, it was a bit of a bone of contention during the the run up to it because it's like how can you nominate yourself for being person of the year which is like uh, yeah. I tried to l last year have people nominate themselves to put themselves forward and that <laughs> didn't really work very well there's a, yeah. a lot of people going oh I'm not going to nominate myself for... and it's that, I felt like I was like oh okay well I don't think you're good enough or what it's like yeah. um, but so 
uh, this year it's going to be uh, instead of person of the year, it's going to be this year, 2018, is going to be um, outstanding contribution mm. of the year. So it's instead of like it being solely on one person. I mean, it yeah. can be solely on one person. Yeah, it can be. But yeah. it can be like an organization. It can be a venue. It can be what yeah. have you. So it's kind of like you'll you'll be the last person to win person oh. of the year. So <laughs> that's, kind of, that's quite cool. Yeah, but, like, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, not really when there's only been two years of awards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was really cool. And it was, yeah, it was a really good night, I think, of, yeah, what, I enjoy, of what, yeah. what I can remember. Yeah. Of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and yeah, again, thank you for coming down. Thank you for having a chat. Right. And thank uh, okay, thanks, Justin. Thanks. So thanks to Justin for coming on to the podcast with me and discussing stuff at great length. I kind of really enjoyed that conversation with Justin, especially, you know, listening back to it again. And it's been such a long time since we did that talk and to go back to it and and relive it is such a great part of doing this podcast. I I love that aspect of it. I know one moment we're kind of joking about a lyric reference and then the next is like he's flooring me with some humility about, about what happened to him. It's just great to talk to Justin and it's inspiring for what he's been through and, and how he's kind of used his passion as well to give back to the people who helped him. Regarding the Please Mind Your Head Christmas show, uh, it didn't actually happen, unfortunately, this year. You know, it's, it's some, sometimes these things just don't happen, but it's always this July. And so hopefully there'll be a Please Mind Your Head show this July. Oh, and, and Justin's radio show, I think, is still going on Radio Glamorgan, like you said, Tuesdays. So you can check that out. Uh, cool. Next week's podcast is with Hunter, a solo electronic act. And I, I went over to Hunter's uh, house, Jamie's house, to record with him. And he recorded the session with me. So that will be the return of the live session to the podcast uh, next week. And that will come with a video. And what else is going on? Cardiff Music Awards uh, nominations are still ongoing. So as you listen to this, uh, they're still open. You can go to the Cardiff Music Awards website, cardiffmusicawards.co.uk, and nominate in a bunch of categories, 21 categories I think we've got. And that closes on the 31st of January. So make sure you get those in because you'll regret it. <laughs> that wasn't a threat. That was just, you, you know what I mean. If you're not involved, then that's, that's, that's on you, in it? <laughs> okay, right. Before I devolve further into madness. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, see you next week. <laughs>